sweeter than honey, that would uh, represent the goodness of God, wouldn't it? I think that's what that would, what that means. We've uh, we've been talking a lot here lately about how we interact with people, and it's interesting. I. <clears throat> I was thinking about that, and then uh, yesterday evening we met with leaders in our group here, groups. Oh, most of you wouldn't know, but Cindy Sherrow's husband, Earl. Some of you may have met him. But three years ago, he was not in church, not in a very good position. And, and not just us, but others had a, had opportunity to John's going to have to turn me up so David can hear. <clears throat> we had the opportunity to be around him and impart some different things. And he uh, got up and uh, went to the mic yesterday and began to express his thanks for how people had had overshadowed his shadow, how they'd intersected. And it was a probably the best time of the meeting as he shared that. And uh, I was just thinking, you know, when we look around us here, how long ago was it? Late 90s that y'all went to Malaysia? Or Myanmar? Early 2000? So it's been over a little over 20 years ago, but uh, in that time there, uh, It, it was a even a trying time, and uh, but out of that comes a relationship that some twenty years later, you know, you never would have thought that she'd be married with children and moving from Colorado to McAllister twenty years ago. You just wouldn't have thought that. It's not in your mind. And uh, <clears throat> we have uh, Sean and Dana Haberstock out of Canada. Uh, she was originally 
out of Oklahoma and went up Okmulgee and and uh, same same thing. Been lots of years. Have water under the bridge, uh, maybe. Yeah. But things have. Uh, they call us and say, "Hey, <laughs> where are y'all at? What are you doing? What what is it? Are you, you know, do you believe like we do?" Or and uh, David and Sherry come from up north, almost Canada. Moved back in here, and, and what was it she was looking for? She was looking for rivers, something about, there was something that caught her attention because God had showed her something. You remember? She drove down the street and saw our sign saying four rivers, or saw the rivers. She didn't see the four. And it, it had been something that God had showed her. And so... We've uh, got the responsibility of being Christ-like because there are people all around us that are paying attention to, to what you say, what you do. I can... It was not unusual for us to be out in the community when I was working every day. I, I, Kay and I both were working, so uh, I had to go eat somewhere. But invariably, somebody would say, what are you all doing? And somebody else would say, oh, they're doing this and this and this. And, and I told Kay, I said, I don't know how these people know so much about us. How do they know that? And and uh, you know these guys move in from Colorado, and I guarantee you, there's a lot of eyes on you. They're looking at you. They're judging you. They're seeing what you're, what you do, what you're made of. They want to know. And we never know sometimes how we affect things. So it's important and, uh, that we know that we continue to uh, walk in such a way that not only how we affect one another in Christ, but those outside of the walls. How, do, how you're affecting them. What they see out of you. And uh, in this meeting we had yesterday, I was, I was hearing a scripture and 
I knew a scripture, I wasn't quite sure where it was at. It happens to be in Habakkuk 2. And it says to write down the vision. Write down the vision. Make it plain. So, the reason I'm there is because I'm looking around. How did you get here? How did you get here? Write, write it down. What's the vision? What, how did God... Well, how was He able to orchestrate to get you guys here? Write it down and make it plain. So we know and so you'll know. And uh, let's see if I can get over to that. thought I wasn't going to go there. Uh, Habakkuk. Let me get it off here. While you're looking for something, can I make a quick statement? Sure. Friday night, oh, Friday morning, my wife and I sat on the couch praying for our neighborhood and praying that God would use us in, in the neighborhood. Um, had a piece during the day, 9.30 at night, this girl calls us, and she goes, my parents won't bring me home from the roller skating place. Now, we live on opposite ends of town. The weather was bad, and, and, and it was, so I didn't want to take the better vehicle, just in case something would happen. Make a long story short, she says there's going to be three people, which meant that there wasn't room in our car. But for one person, either Sherry had to go or I had to go. And I'm thinking, Lord, why are you doing this? And he goes, because you ask. <laughs> and I get three quarters of the way over there or more. And there's three girls that were walking down the other side of the road. And I go, oh, no, you know, that's got to be them. Well, I couldn't. I had somebody behind me. And I couldn't just do a Yui. I went up a little ways, and a car come and pick, picks these three girls up. And I'm thinking, they never even called. You know, you know, you know wasted all this time, and whatever. And something on the inside of my spirit says, David, those are not the girls you need to go on and um, get over to the roller skating rink. And I no more than found the three that I was supposed to, and it turns out it wasn't three girls, it was two girls and a guy. And he goes, and, can you take me to Crab's Corners? <laughs> and I'm thinking, here we are on a new, Lord, Lord, why? And he goes, without sacrifice, there, there is no victory. And I just would say, thank the Lord. He is answering our prayer, even if it's not the way I would have done it. <laughs> yes. Yes. And everything turned out all right.
Prayer. We were praying. We had vision. Vision, we were seeing something for the community. It says, write the vision, make it plain on tablets, that he may run who reads it, for the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it will speak and it will not lie, though it tarries for, though it tarries, wait for it, because it will surely come. It will surely come. I, uh, I never, <clears throat> I guess, I don't know why, but I, I never realized that uh, we are like God in some ways in that our words don't fall to the ground. Exactly like God's. His word does not fall to the ground. Neither does yours. It doesn't. It's out there. It does not. Blessings or curse. Still carry weight, yes. So I, <clears throat> for some reason, I didn't know I was preaching today. But I had read this scripture and, and came to me. And so I want to read it. A little bit of it here. Psalm 51. Y'all all know Psalm 51? It's David. When he prayed when after the prophet Nathan had come to him and exposed him. He says, Have mercy on me, O God, according to your loving kindness. And according to the multitude of your tender mercies, blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. For I acknowledge my transgression and my sin is ever before me. Against you and you only have I sinned and done this evil in your sight. I don't know why I'm in this verse of Scripture except for that we want to be careful how we handle people, how we handle our neighbors, how we handle our employers, how we handle our friendships. You just can go on and on and you, because you never know. 
You, there is no way that we could have orchestrated getting these guys here. How'd that happen? How, you know, how is it 20 years later? something comes of a relationship of knowing someone how does it happen only God and so my admonition is this be careful <laughs> be careful how you handle God's anointed. And when I say that, used to, people got excited about that because they thought you were just talking about the preacher. But you are God's anointed. About that time, <laughs> she sneezed on me. There you go. So when we pray, be sure and remember to be praying for Ruby. Uh, continue to pray for our daughter, Rachel. And there's others that are dealing with. Dana's still sick with We'd hoped, she had hoped that they'd be here today. She didn't make it, so. Uh, and y'all can sympathize with them because they live in a camper. <laughs> or a RV, actually. Yeah. The only good thing about it is they don't have their children with, or don't have children in the thing with them. But continue to pray for this area that we see the things that God, the vision that God has given us, that we see that come about. And don't get discouraged. Do not be discouraged in well-doing. Amen? It says that it will happen. It will come about. The thing that God has spoken, it will come about. It will not tarry, but it will come about. So, thank God for where you're at. And be blessed. <laughs> Amen. Amen. We're going to make our declaration because we need that in our life.
you all know that that's based on Scripture, all of it, and so... Can't beat that. Let's all stand. If you can. <laughs> As we have given back to the Lord a portion of what He has given us, we declare that He teaches us to profit and leads us in the way we should go. The Lord gives us power to make wealth and supplies all our needs according to His riches and glory. We bless Israel and pray for the peace of Jerusalem. And as he blesses us, his way becomes known on the earth and his salvation among all nations. Lord, we are believing you for jobs and better jobs, raises and bonuses, debt paid off and transfer of wealth, prosperous businesses, our vats filled with oil, our covers with gold, expenses decreased, Blessings increased, heavens opened, earth invaded, signs, wonders, and miracles, and angelic visitations. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Lord, thank you for more than enough so we can give into your kingdom, co-labor with heaven, and see Jesus get his full reward. Amen.